Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Aussies got to Wembley, his knees have gone all trembly. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Aussies got to Wembley, his knees have gone all trembly. Come on, you Spurs. Hello, welcome to the second Spurs show of the week. Uh, you just heard the beautiful sounds of Chaz and Dave, Oz's dream, to get us in the mood for this weekend's game. A game where I think uh, we talked to the last show about people's first game at Tottenham and being young and going to Tottenham. And I think this game at the weekend gives uh, many of us a chance to drag small children along, kicking and screaming through the terraces. Uh, they're back at school. They've been a little bit naughty. And for punishment, you're coming to Tottenham. Get in there. And this is a moment that, well, I hope you know, against a, a, a lower league team, uh, these youngsters will see goals. And, and like the rest of us, poor sods here, get Tottenham in the veins for the rest of their lives. Joining me again uh, today, the comedian author, Carl Jones. How are you, Carl? Very well, thank you, Mike. Yeah, good, thanks. Thank you for coming back. Dominic Powell returns. How are you, Dominic? Hi, Mike. Yeah, very good, thank you. And also from TalkSport, Maya Graham is back with us. How are you, Maya? Hello, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, thank you very much. Well, anyway, uh, this Sunday, uh, two o'clock, we're playing uh, Morecambe. Uh, I'm, I'm sure many of you out there, unless you're, I don't know, Morecambe is your second team. Uh, Morecambe are in League One. They're in the League One for the first time in the history. They entered the Football League in 2007, promoted by this. This is the name that will take some of you out there back. Sammy McElroy, ex-United, uh, scored against Arsenal in the uh, 79 Cup Final, I think. Didn't he? Uh, he came back and, they'd, and then obviously Alan Sunderland still haven't got over that either. Uh, he, he promoted them. Uh, and along with AFC Wimbledon, the only other team in the Football League never to be relegated. That's a stat for you. Uh, anyway, they finally got into the League One. They beat Newport in last season's playoff final uh, to get to the League One for the first time. They're, they're near the bottom. They're, um, they're 19th at the moment in League One. They've actually got players. They've got one player called Lee and one player called Delaney. So uh, me and Theo really should be our, our second teams. Liam Delaney are playing for them. They won 4-3 last week against Doncaster. And the Tottenham link. Anyone know the Tottenham link with uh, Morecambe? Anyone out there? Start of a 10. Jonathan Abika, ex-Tottenham, oh. plays for them. He scored the winner, I think, uh, last week against uh, Doncaster. They were 3-0 down. They came back to win 4-3. Jonathan Abika, when he came to Tottenham, is going to be like this new amazing player. And sadly for him, didn't work out. Uh, Lancashire Seaside Town, uh, nicknamed the Shrimps, and that's it. That's as much as I know uh, about um, about Morecambe. They are. This is certainly the biggest game in the history in the League Cup. They have played Wolverhampton before, and I think beat them a couple of years ago. But this is the uh, biggest game. Dominic, uh, is this a game you're looking forward to? Or is it a bit like, oh, it's only Morecambe, and here's a chance now to see the kids play. I was, um, whenever the draws are made for, especially the early rounds, I'm always looking for an away tie at oh, somewhere really? I haven't, 
yeah, somewhere I haven't been. And so I if see. this had been switched around, it would have been ideal because I, yeah. I haven't been to Morecambe. But mm. um, a home side certainly is cheaper, less travelling. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. We've, we've had some good games uh, in the early rounds in, in the last few years. We had the, the Millwall one. What, Marine, Marine last season was extraordinary. And Marine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but and uh, so hopefully it's uh, it's straightforward and, and and we we don't uh, we don't struggle uh, if we can score early on then these sorts of games are, are, are usually quite a pleasure to watch but the, sometimes the longer it goes on if if we don't when they're and they're camping in their box it it can be a little bit frustrating sometimes yeah Maya we're, I mean we're obviously uh, recording this show uh, we, we we don't know the result of. Uh, Wednesday's game against Chelsea, but we're assuming no matter what happened in that game, this is an opportunity to rest Lloris, to rest Kane, to rest Son, uh, to give uh, some of the younger players, without going too weak, whereby we get turned over in one of the biggest cup shocks in our history. But you imagine some of the, I suppose you could sort of say almost some of the players that play in the Europa Conference uh, would probably get a bit of a look in. Uh, is that what you think, or do you think he'll still go relatively strong? Surely not. I think it's a good opportunity to rest, um, especially with some of the fixtures we've got yeah. in um, in January. Um, I think it's still important to have leaders, um, and for that reason, I think um, there might be a few spine players which might be a bit more experienced, maybe a central midfielder and a defender in there. But I do expect to see the fringe players. It's a good opportunity for them and still a game that we should be winning. Look, as you mentioned, Morecambe came off of coming off the back of a really, really good result um, with the comeback from Doncaster. And, and we don't know what the result will be mm. for us um, against Chelsea. So this could be two teams in completely different mindsets. Yeah. But regardless of that, there are League One sides that have only just recently been promoted you know we're pushing for top four in the Premier League even with our fringe players we should be winning and this is a great opportunity for them to go and um, and prove a point and it will be a game that I expect us to be able to play football Mm. so go and play go and show us what you can do go and and make some mistakes but in the process show show me a bit of flair because that's something I haven't really been seeing from a lot of the the first team starting eleven recently. Yeah, Carl. I mean, I've I've just jotted here Jet now off the top of my head: Gallini, Sessignon, Rodon, Delhi, Undombele, Lacelso, Doherty, Tanganga, Dane, Scarlett, probably up front. I mean, all those players should be starting, shouldn't they? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you mentioned Brian Hill there as well. I think oh, Brian a really Hill. Good opportunity Thank you very for, much. I forgot about him. Yeah, but Brian, I think a really good opportunity for Brian Hill. I, I think that that is the sort of team. I mean, I was feeling really confident about it, Mike, until you told me they'd come back from three 0 down <laughs> to win a game four three, and they got you know Lee and Delaney in the team. So I think we all know where that's going now. But yeah, it's I, I agree with everything that's been said. Really, it's you know these can be the kind of tricky ties and yeah, uh, yeah I think Newport, Rochdale, Wickham. I seem to yes, remember as making yes. relatively hard work. Marine for a short while so um, these can be quite tricky games where I think if you can get an early goal then then and open them up um, it will be interesting to see how Conti approaches it because again I don't I mean with all of these potentially if we're assuming some of the fringe players coming in is he going to play that back three and the wing backs in exactly the same system is he going to use the game to try out a few of the different things I think I, I, I I can't see anything other, obviously, than than as than as comfortably progressing. But um, yeah, it would be it would be embarrassing if he has to 
bring any of the big guns onto the bench well, can and, you and use them later. Kane yeah, coming so, on with 10 minutes to go to salvage something that I'm sure. And, and, and I think, you know, the, the, the Mora <laughs> game is the one that just is yes. kind of still ingrained in me a little bit to kind of go, all these players, you kind of, the, the, those players we've reeled off should be more than enough to beat a League One side comfortably. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, and at home as well, that, that should have well, a big Well, you take impact, the kids, but, this is sort of game car that you sort of will go, come on, kids, come on to this one or... Yeah, well, my uh, my daughter, it's actually my daughter's birthday, and we oh, were supposed lovely. to be going to see Frozen. It's been rebooked and rebooked about three different times. So we're supposed to be going to see Frozen at exactly the same time. I've seen the and weather. Actually... I mean, you'll be fucking freezing <laughs> at Tottenham as well, I think, in the <laughs> Yeah, just, just slightly less Elsa. But we'll, um, you know, so, and, and my uh, my daughter is turning 10, and she's been to Tottenham once, and she's right. showing a little bit of interest, but it was actually... Right. Um, Good age. T- t- yeah, t- Tottenham ladies were... Yeah, this is also lady. She absolutely loved that. Is that, match. Well, is that the one at the lane or the one at the hive recently? That was at, at, at oh, the yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so just I think just before lockdown, wasn't it? And yeah, it was we a real like experience. For, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, and just 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 incredible that that, that all of the it, it hadn't it hadn't ever really kind of uh, resonated with her that Tottenham was on football's just on in their house right. or something that her dad and brother go to, yeah. and actually going and watching Spurs ladies really ignited her passion for it which was great so hopefully that this could be a first uh, a first men's game at oh first tremendous first. I mean uh, Dominic again I'm just sort of looking back we've got a decent record of the third round the last time we lost in the third round the FA Cup do you remember Dominic again I'm throwing I'm throwing quiz off, questions at you off the top of my head uh, was it under Yell the season we lost to no uh, that was another up. one the last one the game there's certain games I erased my memory 2013-14, we lost to Arsenal 1-0 at yeah. home. Do you remember that one? Uh, what's yeah, his think, name yeah. score? The one is at Juventus uh, scored, I think, yes, early yeah. on, and that was it. But you're right. We And after that, was you're right, it was under the Yol. We lost at Leicester. Yeah. 2005-2006 uh, was the other time when I think they were a, a championship team as well. Yeah, that, I mean, was a, that was a weird late Sunday game. On, yes. On, when, one of the first seven o'clock evening Sunday games on the telly when they were right. uh, experimenting with kickoff times for live games. Yeah. And I think they scored quite late on to, to knock us out, actually. My, mm. I presume if, if you're still recovering from COVID, uh, but you probably, I mean, say, when, when did you play for Millwall? Must be on a lot of Sunday games, isn't it? Yeah. So this, this has been a nightmare in recent years. Whilst we've been playing um, in... Europa League and Europa yeah. Conference League, which um, is obviously on a Thursday, that we have to play on a Sunday to give the, the players a break, um, which does conflict with my footballing life because um, mm. I play at two o'clock on a Sunday. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's been difficult to watch Tottenham recently um, because I have to prioritise my own football because I just do. Um, no, absolutely. So it's actually quite nice that we're out of the Europa Conference League in that yeah. selfish sense. But um, obviously, yeah, I said I've got COVID anyway, so my isolation won't be up until I can come out on Monday, I think. Oh, OK. So I won't be able to play my football game, which I guess in a way is nice because I get to watch, you know, Tottenham. So. You can watch it on, uh, I'm sure you won't, but maybe someone out there might watch it on some kind of illegal Exactly, feed. yeah. Uh, I'm not condoning it, I'm sure you won't. <laughs> But some people out there, I believe, do. Well, let's go for a quick break. And then we come back, we'll, uh, we'll get some predictions for Sunday. Back in a minute. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean, 
and more Steve McQueen. Check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. And we're back from the break. Uh, don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. Uh, next week, we return next Tuesday. I've got the eminent, talking about films in the last show, the eminent film scriptwriter Jeff Pope uh, returns. Uh, Jeff, um, Dominic, he wrote uh, the Lauren Hardy film. Uh, I, yes, enjoyed that. Philomena uh, with Steve yep. Coogan, great film. Writer that. And Rosa Aronovich uh, joins us. Uh, next Tuesday. Carl, give us a prediction. Morecambe FA Cup third round. Give us uh, a prediction. I think it's going to be a goal frenzy. I think Ooh. we'll go 2-0 uh, down uh, oh. goals from Lee and Delaney. Uh, <laughs> we'll, go, we'll come back. We'll come back. Uh, I, I can see us hitting four or five. So I'll go I'll go somewhere between 5-0 uh, and 5-2. Okay. <laughs> Dominic? Um, I think, yeah, the fringe players w will have something to prove after the Moira game, which is so. certainly <laughs> embarrassing. And, and hopefully they'll be looking to uh, to uh, put in a good display. And uh, I think, yeah, if we score early, then we we could uh, we could win it maybe 5 or 6-1. Oh, 5 or six, still Still conceding a goal. Nice to hear. Maya, oh, yeah. what, what do you think? Yeah, I've got to stick with the trend of conceding a goal because at the end of the day, it's Tottenham. Um, so I can never quite be comfortable in predicting a clean sheet. But um, again, I think it'll be a high scoring game, um, four or five one. I'm okay. I'm interested. I'm just going to go for three nil. I just think we're going to huff and puff. They put men behind the ball, and uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're going to we're going to score more. Dominic, just to ask you about your travels. You mentioned the Moor again. What's the most obscure? What's the obscurest ground you've been to following Tottenham? More sure, it must have been up there. More uh, was weird because it, it was actually played at Maribor's stadium. Of course, it was. Yes, and we've yes. been there before. I think a couple of the, uh, the the obscure games a few years ago, I think 2013, we we drew Dynamo Tbilisi in the um, Europa League playoff round, and the draw for that was on the Thursday or the Friday, and the first leg was the following week on the Thursday, and there's no direct flights to Georgia, so we had to fly via um, Poland and spend a day in Poland and then fly arriving in Tbilisi at like four o'clock in the morning. And when we turned when we turned up at the at the ground for the Spur, to the Spurs end, there was thirty eight of us in in the away end. Wow. And we won five nil. Did you literally count um, them? Well, no, well, we, I, we, we all knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the good thing was, because we won 5-0, every time we scored, they showed the Spurs end. And so we've, one of my friends did a little compilation video of, of us celebrating each of the five goals. That is and another brilliant. good one, another good one was when we played uh, Tromso, which was up inside the Arctic Circle. Uh, so when we arrived, it was it was quite late in the evening and it was dark. And then we found out the next day 
as we woke up that it never got light because it was winter and it, and so so we were there for like three days um there was people going tobogganing and we climbed up a mountain and went sledging and, and it was very strange yeah it just it never got light and then there was snow all over the plastic pitch uh when we when we played so that was uh, that was certainly a memorable quite obscure one well carl i've got a new book here for you there's a new book here you know, there's there's a fantastic book called Europe United. This one guy who went right. into 55 different nations in the same calendar year. I think it's really worth. I, I think Dominic will be would yeah. absolutely love it. But it's um, it, yeah. So uh, it, it reminds me of that because the kind of the the efforts and getting to various outposts and different things. I suppose if we, until we draw someone on the Faroe Islands, which if we have many more years in the Conference League, it's only a matter of time. Let's face it. So we could uh, you could you could add some even more obscure ones to the list. The, I think the longest journey to me. I've done whereby I haven't stayed over and come straight back was seeing England play in Tirana and Albania that was a a weird one because we again we got dropped off in the town square and all the fans go to the pub and I'm not a big pub goer I I, I like my food let's find a restaurant we ended up there and Norman Wisdom was on one of the tables because he was a big you know (laughs) Mr Grimsdale they kind of liked him because he was like you know anti-Soviet against the man and that was when Stoll Campbell was still our, uh, at Tottenham and um, David Dean was in the same restaurant. We started chatting to him. He's going, he's coming to Arsenal, boys. He's coming to Arsenal. We're like, I'll oh, get out of it. He's never going to Arsenal. And obviously he was right. <laughs> and the other one I did uh, a trip was again uh, an England game all the way to Tel Aviv and back for, uh, I think it was nil-nil. And i never forget, we, we, we went there and uh, then my friend Steve, he was on a later flight to the ground. He literally got off the plane at Ben Gurion Airport went straight to the ground and slept throughout the entire game because he was so tired. Literally <laughs> slept, woke up, back home. Utterly pointless five-and-a-half-hour flight uh, to not even see any football. I think they're the two kind of ones that stick in my mind. Uh, Maya, have you sort of travelled... I mean, presumably, have you played overseas or had to travel overseas to, to, to watch any football yet? No, I haven't travelled overseas to watch Tottenham, no. But I did go to... Well, it wasn't a weird game, but just, I guess, the grand scheme of the game. As I mentioned before, my brother played at Wolves, so he could get free Wolves tickets. And I couldn't, for the life of me, get an away ticket for Wolves. And I tried to get to, you know, games that are close to me. So when I was living in Manchester, I tried to get to Manchester games. And when I'm at home in the West Midlands, get to the Midlands games. But... um, couldn't get an away ticket for Wolves. So um, my brother put me up in the home end and we won the game. Thankfully, it was it must have been about four or five years ago. We won the game. We went 3-0 up and then we conceded one, we conceded two. And I was here in the home Wolves end on the edge of my seat thinking, God, please don't concede another. And I've got fans around me egging on the Wolves players and it was just a bit of a weird experience, something that I probably will never do again. But it was still good to get to the game. There's something about being in the wrong end, isn't there? Dominic, I'm sure many, many games you've ended up with a ticket and you just go, We're, oh, no. I, I actually, I, I've actually managed not to be, because back when they first started the away season ticket scheme mm. at Tottenham, uh, right. I, I, I got onto that. So so uh, I've, I've always managed to uh, always managed to get a ticket in the, in the correct end. The worst and, one I had, a mid, mid-80s, mid-week game. My mate Rob, my mate Paul was a West Ham fan. We were about 15 years old, I think, and we were in the West Ham seats. And they cottoned on very early on <laughs> that we were clearly Tottenham fans. And we were kids, and we are kids. And it was so disgusting. My mate, who was, you know, could look after himself and a bit of a West Ham face, we had to leave on the hour because it was going to, we were going to get attacked and we were literally children. <laughs> Horrible, repellent 
uh, club and fans. <laughs> right, well, that's it. This has been a, 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 another wonderful show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again, Dominic, Meyer and Carl. Uh, I think I'm going to call this one Thursday Night in Tbilisi, I think is going to be the, 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 the title of this particular show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for everyone still listening to us 15 years on from around the world. We really much appreciate it. We'll be back next Tuesday. Until then, Kaispers! If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.